0: you go good to go good to go
1: all right welcome to 91 octane i am john i'm randy and on today's episode uh randy pops his s2k track cherry (laughs) at adams motorsports park (laughs) yes i almost die randy Uh i almost almost die we bring back third world dads in a first world with randy's stories there driving across the border which border we don't know yet (laughs) <laughs> and finally, we're ending with Beamer City, my adventure yesterday. But let's start with Adams Motorsports Park. You finally made it to the track, Randy. I do. Before we go over anything, I want to kind of gauge your feelings
0: after the fact. Uh, feelings after the fact. It was all right. Okay, I'm, I'm not. Um, I think I've said before that I'm not. I, I'm even keeled. I don't really get, like, too crazy. I didn't say... I can't say I, like, fell in love with it. You don't fangirl? I don't fangirl too hard on much. Adams is not a track to fall in love with. That's kind of what I figured, Yeah, yeah. There is... I mean, we can get into it, but um, it just... It felt like... I uh, uh my car was too big for the track.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, and you're like in the smallest car there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just
0: it felt like a go kart track. It yeah, is a go kart track for sure. Um, it's cool that that was a good like dipping the toe in the water. Yeah, yeah. Type of spot. Um, and it was a cheap uh, cheap entry point. 35 yeah, bucks 35 or five bucks. Thirty five bucks. Yeah, whatever. Or forty, really, right? Because there's a door fee. Yeah. Um, so it was it was. It was good from that perspective. Okay. But like you said, it's not... It didn't cause me to fall in love with anything. Yeah.
1: It's very much like a backyard shakedown track. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is such a good word for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you you can do... That. I mean, the drifter, for drifters, it's it's a dream, right? Uh-huh. I mean, they don't need a lot of space. Uh, mm. But for time attack, yeah, it's not... I mean, when... when When the driver's meeting or the whole thing starts with them telling you you're not allowed to pass. Yes. It's like, okay, well, there you go. That's that's a problem. It's definitely a tiny track. But, you know, at the very least, you got to stretch the S2K's legs a little bit. Mm -hmm. So let's Mm -hmm. talk about leading up to the event. Right. Um. I personally get very, very excited regardless of where I'm going. Yes. Um. You've already talked about being even
0: keeled, but I fought nerves. Okay. There's some nerves I fought during the day. Okay. Like mm, just in general, but heading there it was it's all gone. Okay. So I fight it during the day, the morning of. Yeah. Have- were,
1: were you fighting it like dreading it that it's making the time go slower, or were you fighting it that it's making the time go faster? Or is it not impacting that at all? It's
0: not impacting that. I get nervous. I get the nervous shits. (laughs) (laughs) So before a test or a a job interview, I just (laughs) take. Sorry, I was not expecting that from the the even keeled (laughs) Randy. (laughs) That's where all the that's where all the pressure gets released. <laughs> no, it doesn't affect
1: time. I just shit myself. <laughs> Literally.
0: Oh man, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. good thing we're working from home these days. Because I got a bidet, that, yeah. a bidet that keeps me keeps
1: me uh Going. That's funny, man. Yeah. Oh man, I hope the scale of shit isn't directly correlated no. to the size of the track. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fucked at the Nurburgring then. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh
1: damn. Okay, okay. So so you just deal with it that way then.
0: Yeah, I just I I fight some nerves. I was fighting some nerves. Okay. I wasn't sure before that day if I would fight nerves but it was happening that morning yeah yeah just getting it's like getting ready for a test like a school like a sat act type of thing right right something even a high school entrance exam in eighth grade you're just like oh shit you know (laughs) or whatever <laughs> oh yeah for me oh and yeah that reminds me in eighth yep. grade i did have to take a shit in the middle of my <laughs> of my entrance exam to get into high school that sucks yeah oh yeah. man nervous shits okay but then <laughs> then going getting there you were fine getting there i was fine driving to riverside uh finding the place it's actually near where i got the engine for the prelude oh really yeah i was like why does this shit look familiar it's yeah, there's it's, a
1: lot of stuff out there I, i've been out there a lot for a lot of different reasons okay but, but yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah
0: so there's a, a shitty uh, engine yard out there that I got my prelude engine from. Right. For the now shitty prelude. But, um, uh, yeah. So getting ready, I didn't have any issues, but on the way there, you seem to have some issues. So it was, for some
1: reason, it wasn't a smooth experience for me and it's been happening a lot more lately, which is a bit of a concern. But, uh, uh, so I, you know, we decided we were going to meet at the gas station
0: yeah, you changed your mind. I
1: changed my mind just because there was so much traffic and I felt bad having you get I off the care. freeway. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I changed my mind and decided to take off. Um, I get on the freeway at, or right before getting on the freeway, I look over to my seat and realize that I had forgotten my helmet and my gloves. Luckily, I was still by home. So I went to go get them. And on my way, I had two encounters. The first one was um, I was Dry, taking the streets to go as far as I could before I got on the freeway because there was so much traffic, and I see this Civic in front of me, um, and it's they've got their hazards on, but they're on like a main street, in the middle and they're of the blocking street. Blocking the lane, okay. yeah, they're blocking the lane. So I'm like, what the hell? So I've got the lane open, so I'm just gonna go to that lane, but before I can do that, they turn their hazards off. And they like bomb it. It's a, I mean, the shittiest Civic that you can see. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's got the, the aluminum can exhaust. It's it's, it's bad. And so they take off. I'm like, okay, whatever. So now they're in the lane next to me and, uh, and I'm driving forward and I'm about to catch another car in front of me and we're going to hit a red light. He cuts me off to get the first position on that red light.
0: OK, and I'm like, what the fuck What's right. wrong
1: with this person? So now the car that was next to me is a little further back. So we're like making a triangle, right? He's got the lead position. The person on the lane next to me kind of is touching both cars. Sure. Right? And, I, and I'm in the back and I see him trying to get my attention through the side view mirror. The guy that didn't cut you the off. The guy that cut me off. Oh, the guy yeah, that, that cut, cut me off. off.
0: Right. OK. So I'm like, what
1: the hell is going on? So, all of a sudden, I just hear him yelling, let's run, bro. Let's run. Let's run, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck? So, I give him, like, a clear and decisive nah. Like, I, and I'm giving him the hand gesture, right? The the next hand gesture. Like, I'm good. Yes. yes. I'm good, bro. Like, I, that's, not, that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. So, uh, he finally hears me mm-hmm. say that and he starts sticking his hand out the window and making the money gesture with the thumb and the index finger and i'm like what the what fuck? does he mean exactly like what does he mean like right okay. i'm in a, i'm in a piece of shit i'm in a shitbox bmw it's a hey. bmw but it's a shitbox bmw
0: hey. i wouldn't see it that way <laughs> okay. Honestly, i don't see it that way okay okay when i well, look at it i don't see it that way
1: okay maybe that's what it had to do with it right sure. so so i'm just kind of looking at him kind of confused and after he does that for a little while, he yells, yeah, be serious. You have money, but no balls. That's what he's yelling out of the car at me. Okay. Right. You have money, but you have no balls. And at that point, it's like, okay, I can't stay quiet. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I don't, I'm i not going to run this guy. Okay. I'm for okay. sure not going to run this guy. Mm-hmm. But all I say is, you're in a Civic, bro. You're slow as fuck. What are you doing? Yeah. And there's an old old couple in the car next to me, and I, as soon as I finish saying that, they bust up laughing. Oh, dude. for real? They are. I don't know if they're laughing at what we're saying, but they're busting they're they're bust. up laughing, okay, dude. Okay. And you just see him like turn turn back around <laughs> and just look straight ahead. <laughs> oh, really? right. And I'm like, okay, I guess the encounter is over with. The light turns green, and he peels out in a typical four cylinder Honda Civic fashion.
0: Uh- <laughs> You're like a four cylinder racist now, huh?
1: well see I'm not they're racist I know they're racist against me. So this is I mentioned to you not racist, but I know, I know. You know what I mean. Like uh, there's there's a certain it's interesting driving on the street with numbers on your car. Yeah. It attracts or it's a billboard for these type of people. Okay. Um civics, subarus, not like STIs. You know, mm-hmm. just simple Subarus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, old Integras, JDM shitboxes boxes love to get close to me, and I don't drive this car on the street a lot. You know, it's right. it's, been, it's been a handful of t- not even a couple times, maybe uh-huh. that I have, and you always get that attention. Like, like you're putting numbers on your car to race on the street. Like that's that's right. you know that's not it's what this right, is right, for. Right. But you got to realize they don't. I guess they don't know track life, right? They only know street life. So they wouldn't really understand that. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're ready to run you. And because it's an old car, you know, maybe they can beat it or something. But hell no, I'm not going to be running that car on the street. Yes. And especially now because I had a second encounter. Okay. On the way to Adams. Right. All in one night. All in one night, man. So this one. Was a little worse than the Civic Encounter because it involved a police officer. Okay. <laughs> so I get pulled over uh, in the car and I'm like, okay, I am I got nothing to worry about, right? Like everything is... The only thing is a concern and why he pulled me over was my brakes. They oh, okay. They squeak like crazy because they're mm-hmm. race pads. But that's not illegal as far as I know. Yes. So uh, so he pulls me over. Uh, license and registration right away. So I give him my license. Coming I, off the freeway, right? coming off the freeway towards uh, Adams, towards Adams coming really? off, Yeah. Coming okay. off the freeway towards Adams. Um, and he, uh, so I give him my license. I give him my registration and my, my registration. So it was suspended like two weeks ago, maybe a week ago. Okay. Um, but that was due to not having insurance on the car. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't paying for it to be registered while I was building it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That two weeks ago, I registered it, made it legal. Everything was good to go. um, So I had no issues. But when he looked it up, all that came up. Yes. Right. So he mentions that to me and I'm like, well, everything's good now. So there's nothing to worry about. And he's like, well, you know, what's wrong with your brakes? And I'm like, nothing. You can look at them. The pads are brand new. They're just race pads. That's why they sound that way. I'm going to the track right now. And let me let me preface this by saying I really was desperate to get to the track. And that's why I was talking this much. If you get pulled over, uh, I always give the advice that I heard from uh, a couple lawyers, a few lawyers <clears throat> throughout my life. Shut the fuck up. Okay. If you get pulled over, shut the fuck up. The mm-hmm. police is not your friend. But... I just really wanted to get to Adams and I didn't want to get shot. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I I tried to cooperate as much as I could. And I said, you know, I'm just going to the track, you know, that this car, it's barely on the street, you know, but it is registered. It is legal. And he's like, oh, so you're going to the racetrack, huh? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. So I think in his head that gave him probable cause, Um, you know? So he's like, we're going to have to pop your hood.
0: Oh, and I'm not
1: worried, right? Yeah, yeah, everything's carb. Everything's everything is carb. Everything the day before, bro. <laughs> the day before, I put the carb sticker on that intake. Uh-huh. I had been lagging on that <laughs> so long. The simple dude. sticker. Yeah, the
0: simple Where sticker. Where did you put it on the bo- I didn't see it on the box. Was it? No, on the, I put
1: it on the on the on the on the radiator tube? frame. Oh, mount. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, not on the actual intake. Mm-hmm. Right next to all the other. BMW stickers. Um, So, you know, I'm telling him that you're not going to find anything, man. Like, and he's like, well, let's pop it. Show me. So I'm like, fuck it, whatever. Fine. So
0: I get out the car. That's why you were later than me.
1: That's why I I left before you. Yeah, I left before you. So I open, I open the hood and, you know, I have blue hoses I have aluminum uh, radiator. I've cut out a lot of the plastic that covers up a lot of those nice visual pieces. Did it have pl-
0: that car? Oh, it was. It had plastics. You're, yeah, you're-
1: there's all tons of plastics. Yeah, tons of plastic covers. Like it covers the whole radiator. Okay. Yeah, no so you can't see okay. shit. So. Um, so, you know, I made it look kind of nice, right? Mm-hmm. But nothing illegal. Yes. And he's convinced, bro, convinced. He's like, oh, that something in here is not right or this is in that. And I'm like, look, that's a stock motor. You've got silicone hoses that are blue. Can't get me for that. Uh-huh. And you've got the air intake. And there's my carb sticker
0: yeah. right there. That's yeah. the
1: only part. Yes. And he's like, "Oh well, how do I know this sticker corresponds to this intake?" And but I'm like, "Run the numbers, man! Yeah, run the numbers. It'll show you the car. It'll show you the part. Uh-huh. You can verify everything on Google. <laughs> yeah, like. But I, th- I don't. This guy didn't know a lot. I, I think I don't know. Was what, he a younger cop or older cop? He was or? an older cop. Okay, okay. Mm, I mean, uh, he was like late forties, okay. maybe. Um. So finally, he kind of gets sick of. Either, I guess, trying to get me to incriminate
0: myself or,
1: you know. <laughs> so,
0: you're, it, it, so you're pushing back, essentially. Not,
1: not, not really pushing back. I'm kind of telling him, like, look, man, like, I'm cooperating, but there's nothing here for you. Right. You know, right, like, right, there's right, right. really nothing here for you. So he's like, OK, finally, he just kind of gives up and he goes back to his car and does the whole, you know. Run your plates. Run. Thing whatever. Or, he had already done that. Okay. As far as I know, I think he's just trying to waste my time at this point because, he knows he's got me on nothing. OK, so he's back there for like 10 minutes, finally comes out and he's and then he comes back. And he's like, you probably shouldn't have your race car out on the street. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh God! It's legal, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? like, what do you want me to tell you? It's obnoxious that I got numbers on. Sure, I'll agree with you, but it's not illegal, All right? You know, and like, you didn't even have an exhaust. No exhaust. It's stock, dude. It's stock. It's, it's, it's like quiet as can be. That's I told him that too. I was like, I can turn it on back on, and you'll hear it. You can't hear the car. Yeah, like it's 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 not what you would consider a conventional quote unquote race car. Like I mean, it's just. It's stock, man. Leave me alone. I want to go run. (laughs) And but finally he let me go. And then that's when I arrived uh, over at Adams Motorsports Park. Luckily, nothing happened to me. But yeah, that they they hassled me, man. Jeez. Just for what I would say, numbers
0: and brake noise. And so how did he see you? Was he he wasn't gunning? He wasn't. Was he like at a. Oh, he was at a intersection or in a parking lot waiting.
1: I think he had probably just gotten done pulling over someone else. Because I think when I passed by, he was stopped on the same street. It wasn't like perpendicular. And then when I took off, he pulled me over like right before that bridge. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Okay. And I didn't see you on the way. No, dude. I was, no, I was probably nowhere near you. You, you must have exited I, in a different area. No, because I was ahead of you. Yeah. Or I got there ahead of you. So I would have expected to have seen you. On the way to the track, yeah, coming off the freeway. I don't
1: know. I mean I don't know how. When did you get to the track?
0: Uh like ten minutes before you did.
1: Damn, you might have just missed me then.
0: Yeah, that's what I. Because that's how
1: long. Yeah, you should have. You should have seen me
0: if I had passed by where you were. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. is like. I mean, not that I would have pulled over. I would be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, hell not, no, don't uh, pull over. Yeah, I'm never not a, never yeah, pull over. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, hell no. That's dude. the last thing the cop wants yeah, to see. Yeah, right? then they're going to pop,
1: pop your hood, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and see a, <laughs> a fully sto- another fully stocked engine. Yeah, but
1: give you shit for it regardless. Right, right. Damn, yeah. Man. So, So that kind of happened. I mean, it was nice. It was kind of a bit of an adrenaline rush before the track, which sure. kind of sucks. Yeah. Because it's like hard enough to control that sometimes. Yes. Um, but yeah, at least, at least nothing happened and kind of got away with that. But apparently I don't know if it's true, but I've been seeing a lot of, uh, like stories and posts on Instagram Mm -hmm. that apparently cops are on the hunt right now for cars, for cars, uh, especially modified cars. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, You know, just try to be as legal as you can out there. Mm -hmm. Wow. But that was my adventure getting into Adams.
0: And so what did you think of Adams, your car? I mean, you came off the track. Your first track runs with like smoky ass wheels. I was like, (laughs) dude. Well, it looked like smoke or steam was coming out from under your car. Yeah, which um, which we found out what it was. Power steering fluid. Power steering
1: fluid was leaking out of my reservoir because I overfilled it like a jackass Mm -hmm. and haven't emptied it. Um, So that was hitting the exhaust. Mm. It was spraying, so it was causing a little bit of smoke. Mm -hmm. But um, my brakes were also smoking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of so I was a little nervous for the car because you know it's still an old car i've refreshed everything but it's still an old car and i i always consider autocrossing a little more um aggressive on a car than normal track driving and adams motorsports park is an autocross track yes it basically is Mm -hmm. so the cars tend to feel it a little more um and you know you're like revving high and low gears a lot yes um so I mean, but the car ended up performing really well. I was really happy with with how it was performing on in the track. Um, the brakes were literally sparking mm-hmm. um, when I was braking so hard. I have pro- I never engaged ABS as much as I did uh, on Saturday at Adams Motorsports Park that's crazy yeah I d- usually my you know I should be engaging ABS a little more if I'm dr- if I'm really driving on the limit mm-hmm. but I mean at, at big Willow it it wasn't that hard on the brakes Adams was a little harder um mm-hmm. but you know the first session out I think uh, I was like a 52 what I don't remember what yeah I did. you said like a 52 yeah it was like a 52 that was my first session out then uh then I got a 50 in my second session mm-hmm. and then I got it down to a 48 4. Yeah, in the third session, mm-hmm. um, and the car developed lifter tick, which yes. is not uh, you heard it. It's mm-hmm. not um, it's not super detrimental, but it, it's a common thing with the E36s. Um, that the apparently the oil get, when it gets really hard hot, the oil gets thin and it doesn't stay in the lifters, so you get that little tick going. Okay. Um. It was recommended at the track that I upgrade to 10W60. Yeah,
0: I'm
1: I'm a bit on the fence on that. Mm -hmm. You know, not to knock the guy's advice, but you know, these cars weren't necessarily designed for that. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna try running more oil. Oh, um, versus uh, a thicker oil. Versus
0: a thicker oil,
1: at least to start and see what happens. Because this doesn't lifter. I never get the lifter tick. Um, at like big tracks. It's only autocross and like smaller tracks in which it happens. So I think it's because the oil is sloshing around. Mm -hmm. So air gets into it. Um, But, you know, we'll we'll see once I put a little more oil in there. Um, But the car on the day performed great. You know, I was very, very happy with it for the first time out. Um, The Adams Motorsport format now compared to the last time I did it with the Rio kind of sucks a little bit. Yes But it is It's okay because it's 35 bucks But at the same time I was expecting a little more time You get three sessions And each of those sessions is three laps Yeah Two of those laps are warming up your tires
0: Yes You
1: know yeah. And a third lap I don't think is a complete lap Yes you're right Right Because I got got waved in And I'm like wait But that's I'm not done with my third lap And then you know
0: I, I went in So you really only get one real lap Yes. Agreed. And that's what I didn't like about it, too. I was sliding around and I'm not I don't claim to be fast. Yeah. I think my tires are pretty damn good. Right. They're brand new. They're brand spanking new Michelin uh, Pilot Sport 4 whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like a street tire that's kind of track ish focused. Right. And I was sliding around. I was like, dude, I mean. That's kind of why I think I was a little disappointed cuz it, it definitely felt like I was at K1 speed <laughs> <laughs> in the electric go-karts yeah, cuz that's what happens you drift uh, okay. around a little bit right Yeah yeah no yeah for
1: sure uh, yeah for sure at the, the Rio K1. and the in the Rio in that back S section uh-huh. I would always lose the the rear end Oh really But because it was front wheel drive it was easy to just power through it okay um, but you're right. You're right. It does feel like K1 a little bit. Yeah. And with more sessions, the more the sessions run, the more dirt that gets on the track. Mm-hmm. And because it, it's a it's a one lane track. Yes. Like you're just going over dirt and sliding around and getting slower and slower every every time. Yeah. So yeah, backyard shakedown track and nothing more. But I'd, it was good to get your feet wet, right? It was
0: good to get my feet wet. Put put the helmet on and realize that the sticker was still on the visor. <laughs> <laughs> Brand new, like as I'm like about to line up, you know. You think, oh shit! oh shit! You know, like I'm like, ah, oh, I hope this is like the vinyl. It's the, you know, it doesn't have adhesive on it. And, right, like, right. a residue, and I'm fucked a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I yank it off, throw it in the. It's still in the car. Oh, <laughs> uh, amongst all the other junk, that was the other thing, right? I had a lot of j- some junk in my car. I had like two hats, my license plate. I had a bottle of window cleaner. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So the track wasn't the the people that work there. They're not really focused on that.
1: No, even though they should be. Yes, because is it it is dangerous to have that in the car with you. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a quote unquote tech inspection. Yes, but I think they sort of look at your engine bay a little bit. They check the battery, and that was it. Yeah. Um, at NASA, they would never let you run with any of that stuff in there. Right, and I would have taken it out. Glad yeah, I I known, yeah, for but. sure. But there was tech inspection compared to. The first time you went? The first time I went, there was no tech inspection.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: There were no real rules. Um This time they kind of told you what fast was ish. They did divided they? it into two different teams. Yes. They if did. you were below a fifty, you went into the fast team. If you were above a fifty, you went into the slow team. Mm-hmm. Me never been never driven Adams in the M3. I decided to go with the slow team. Mm-hmm. But luckily I was able to lead through yes. most of the sessions, yeah. you even let me lead in one. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Luckily, that that one time where you were gonna let me lead, um, they were gonna let the Audi out first. Yes, and yeah. so then they asked him. Mm. and luckily he let me go oh i was so okay. happy because yeah I was he was like, slowing oh. you down he right? was slowing me down on the first session uh-huh i was like oh man if he goes first but i think he knew okay yeah so i think okay. he knows. So i was like all right cool good so mm-hmm. I, I got to get my one lap in <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's on my last session is when i noticed the sparks flying at the hairpin, because that's where I break the hardest.
0: At the the right after the checkered flag, or right, right after, after the flag? yeah, right okay. after that
1: flag going up that, because it looks like it turns a little bit. For the most part, it's a straight shot mm-hmm. to that turn, and that's when I noticed the sparks. And I was like, oh crap, like this, I'm I'm getting hot here. But it was really just you know hitting the brake pads that hard. Oh okay okay yeah, it wasn't a big deal. I mean my rotors are fine. The brake pads still got tons of life in them. Mm-hmm. It was it wasn't that big of a deal. It's just they just performed that way. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was fun um, you know that the day of, but I did start developing like the clunk that I got there with would like I have a little bit of diff play, which is normal. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it got worse okay. when I left. Um, so I checked that overnight because I was going to the, the Beamer City the next day, but everything seemed fine. Um, nothing was a big deal. Except uh, my window came off the tracks. Oh, that sucks. So, this isn't, it's a normal kind of E36 thing, but this actually happened because my lazy ass didn't want to pull the tint off myself. You paid somebody? So, I paid somebody. Um, the tint that's on the car is probably the cheapest tint ever yeah. i tried to pull it off myself and it was like i was Breaking pulling off, off a cent- centimeter at a time <laughs> Yo, God. i was like nah dude the yeah. pros have to have a better way of doing this yeah and i think it turns out they don't oh so i took it to Tint city in corona okay and um they first they take the first four windows off they call me they're like ah. Uh, we're, we're we don't know how to pull off the rear one we're having a bit of trouble we're gonna have to scrape it with the razor and we're gonna mess up your defrost lines Ugh. yeah which honestly I don't care because I already lost my defrost so oh that that has it out. all that has been taken out so it's not a big deal but at the same time it's like oh, on, I hope it doesn't look bad mm you know and they're like oh we'll try it we'll try and figure it out or whatever so Um, they take the rest of the, this is at noon. They take until like 6 p.m. Oh no, 4.30 they call me and they're like, okay, your car's done. We close at five. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Yeah. So I dart over to go pick it up. I don't even check it. Right. I kind of looked at it. I'm like, okay, it's all gone. I don't really check it. I pay, I get in the car and I take off. And I'm rolling down the, I try to roll down the windows and my driver's side window, no problem. And I hear this loud pop on the passenger side and I'm like, I hope the glass isn't broken. I mean, it was loud, dude. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, I I noticed that it's like crooked and shit. I'm like, okay, then I it have came up crooked. You mean? It, no, it went down crooked. Oh, okay, so okay, it, okay, the, the front yeah, part of the, the front, front part of it went like, down more than the than the than the, the, than the, uh-huh. than the rear uh-huh. part. So then I'm like, oh, I gotta go back. Yeah. So I t- bust a bitch. I go back. Do it. All the garages are closed. No one in sight. Of course. I'm like, oh my god, this is convenient. It's almost like they knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so i i'm like okay i at least have to send them a message so they know there's something's up mm-hmm. so i sent them a message on yelp because that's when i had set up the appointment and and they had been very responsive up until that point of course they're not this time around to this day no, no not response. a single message dude yeah. not a sing. and i sent i'm like hey the, the windows off the rails something happened uh huh. Um, so I'm thinking when they were pulling the tint off, they were just yanking on the window yeah. and made it crooked and, yeah. and it came off the rails. So that night I'm like, well, I can't go to uh, and this was before going to Adams. OK, so I'm like, I don't want to go to Adams with a window that can't roll up, you know, yep. like if I have to leave the car whatever. So I'm like, I'm like working at it. And the clips that go into the actual rails on the glass are broken. But they're still somewhat salvageable, so I, I just put a ton of grease on them, snapped the back in, and then I made sure the window was good, and, and it, it would roll down and up. Fine. I'm like, okay, it's working. It's not a big deal. Got through Adams. It wasn't a problem. Beamer and, City. And then the next morning, uh-huh. I try to roll it down again. Same shit happened. Yeah. And I'll continue that story once we, talk. we get into the Beamer City thing, but... If you are looking to get tent shit done, don't go go to Tent City and Corona. I I don't normally like to call out. I always say that company or this company, but that's just fucked up. Yeah, it is. You know, when you're paying like 150 bucks to get tent removed. Yeah. And I started noticing they didn't vacuum right oh so there's shreds, there's of like tint shreds everywhere. everywhere um once i took off the door card mm-hmm. to view the rail and all that stuff there's still an edge of trim left on the window <laughs> on the t- of tint of tint yeah uh, okay I, yeah i left on the window uh i mean it was just an all-around bad job man mm. And, like, if you don't want to take it on, just tell me no. You know, I'll f- go find another professional to do it. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I guess they, they decided to just half-ass the job and send me on my way, close the door so I
0: couldn't complain. Right.
1: But now that I've sort of – I know what the problem is. Uh, I know how to fix it, which, you know, Amazon is clutch, man.
0: Dude. Amazon. Amazon is, has changed the world. Oh, my God. In so many like, ways. I, on the car world side, oh, right? Dude, it's
1: like – I I ordered the clips yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're arriving at my house today. Yeah. And it's like just window, random window, e, you know, E36 window clips. Mm-hmm. You know, this would have never happened for the Rio. 1,000%. Okay. Right? Yeah. You know, yeah, the platform right. that you own has a lot to do with for it. For sure. Yeah. But since we have, you know, commonly very highly supported. Uh, Vehicles. Platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Then. A lot of this stuff is available. Fuel injector clips that are hard to find or really expensive off of specialty sites found them.
0: Uh, window clips because these are standard, um, three series clips. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I exactly. Those Door card clips, yes. all that stuff. Yeah. Super yeah. easy
1: to find and overnighting. It's like going to target and finding it on the shelf. Yeah, dude. Almost. So yes. I'm like, man, damn, it's, it's really hard to, to yeah. not knock Amazon
0: on that, man. Yeah, for sure. Compared to the nineties, it's so easy to do this kind of stuff now.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is a bit of a tangent, but I did want to ask you a question, right? So I've had to ha- now, fix the window right have to buy clips to fix the window and i'm gonna fix it myself just because i don't trust anyone working on my cars for this very reason yeah but at this point do you just let it go or do you continue pursuing some
0: compensation with oh for the the shop yeah from the shop i would just continue just to be an ass knowing that i'm not gonna get anything out of those, those assholes but i might even show up I, I would just I would just um say I would actually leave it broken and okay. show up and be like, hey, dude, this was working when uh, I gave you the car and now it's not. So, yeah, you tell me I would act like a non. I didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah. As far as cars. Yeah. And then if they started to say, well, it could be this or that. I was like. Actually, that's when I would throw in the, the my word, actually. Yeah. You know, I did research, yada, yada. So you guys need to either pay up or give me some money back or something. Yeah, I would just to be an ass because I, I don't like that kind of service. And then they fucking kick you out the door just because it's yeah, dude, Thursday that, that night. Felt,
1: that felt so fucked up. man. Yeah.
0: Thursday night at yeah. 430. Yeah. Yeah. It was obvious they were trying to chase that that um, end of the day thing. Yeah. Which I get, too, especially if they're hourly. I get that.
1: Yeah, but at the same but, time, I, I have a hard time believing that they didn't see an issue with this window right? before I received
0: the car. Right. They should at least tell you ahead of time, hey, your clips are broken. You might get it back. If they, if they see if it. If they saw it. Right? Or yeah. if they
1: saw it when they were working on it, give me a call and say, hey, mm-hmm. something's up with your window right i'll let you know yes
0: like if we break it don't yeah. expect us to pay you back like that's but, yeah that's the best way to say it. but
1: i've had this car for over a year now and that window's been fine and That window's
0: been fine yeah, yeah so that's
1: yeah so some something happened there kind of pisses me off kind of want to just be done with it but at the same time i think you're right i might might as well you know hone if in, it's close enough to hone home. in on my inner karen a little yeah bit. yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got her in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, just, yeah. It's like three miles from my house. So. Yeah, I
0: would, and that would make me even do it more. Yeah, that's for why sure. I only like to do service close to home as much as I can. Yeah, because if I have to like run to Riverside to chase a leaky engine, right? Right. You know, yeah. it's like I'm not gonna fucking do it. Yeah, you know, that's right. True, man. Whereas that's if true. it's like three miles away, I'm gonna chase them down to get my two dollar seal put in. You uh-huh. know, like that. <laughs> yeah, kinda, yeah, for sure. Even though I know I could do it myself. You're
1: right. I mean, because. But yeah, man, like, I mean, I have
0: such bad luck sometimes with service. No, it's just the it's just the game. That's I think it's just the game. That's what it is. That's what their game is, man. It's just shit like around all around, even with I, I could even say even with luxury cars. My parents bought a brand new Lexus in the late 90s. Yeah. And they had traction control light come on all the time. Yeah. They could never figure that bitch out. They never fixed it. Wow. And I mean, we complained to Lexus. It might have just—they might have even just unplugged the light for all we know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, what's yeah. a traction control on a on a Lexus S, uh, Ford, I mean, but it is know, in Michigan, sedan?
1: so I think you would have felt it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's not like they're running the car hard. Yeah, we all know true, how to yeah. drive in snow. Yeah. So it's just a boring ES, ES series sedan. It's not like I don't. Know, that's a huge liability, though, man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It you could know. be. You could say that, and buying it brand new, you could argue that for whatever company it is that is a like you know top of the Consumer Reports ranks and all that shit. Yeah. That sh- they shouldn't have that issue.
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I kind of, I kind of look at quote-unquote professionals Mm -hmm. as people that can do stuff better than me. Yes. Because they're doing it for a living. Right. But in reality, we're all just flesh and bone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're – yes. Yeah, that's right. There's no real – I mean, there's some experience difference, but –
0: Absolutely. And that's the way I look at all blue-collar work. Yeah. Even, like, doing my yard work is, like, I can – They learned how to do it. I can learn how to do it. It'll
1: take me longer. Yes. But there's the advantage that you appreciate the object that you're working on.
0: Right. Like your project car. Yeah, exactly. They will not take
1: the same level of of care,
0: clearly. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Far less. Yeah. Far less. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. This is why I hate going to shops and do Mm -hmm. everything myself. So, that's kind of where I'm at. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens with that adventure. I'll see if I get off my lazy ass and go over there. But anyway... I, I do want to rewind a little bit to earlier in the week in which I almost died Randy okay I almost fucking died bro and and it's, and it's I'm almost not an exaggeration okay so I I've always did it with the Rio <clears throat> I would drive up the car on rhino ramps mm-hmm. and then jack up the rear put the okay. rear on jack stands. Then jack up the front a little more and then put the front on jack stands, right? Mm-hmm. It removes the step of having to jack up the initial step, right? Mm-hmm. And I've never had an issue. This time around, I either didn't drive up far enough on the rhino ramps. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happened. So I'm jacking up the rear of the car and uh, lo- looking for to fit the actual jack stands. It's not high enough, so I'm going higher. I'm going higher. All of a sudden, I hear a shift. Mm. And I kid you not. Like, I'm behind this car. The car is already, the rear is lifted higher than the front, and the front is on rhino ramps. And the motherfucker rolls off the ramps, bro. Oh, shit. I have the garage door open. Yeah. And this, I'm like trying to hold on to this car, but at the last minute, design to get out from under the car. I get out from the car and I'm still trying to hold it, but I'm not gonna hold a fucking car, yeah. you know. I'm not yeah. fucking the Rock. <laughs> and the car is just rolling back. It's either gonna roll back into my fiance's car, yes, and land on it, or uh, or it's gonna move far enough to just go into the street. Okay, but it's it's rolling back f- through sheer luck and strength. Of a Harbor Freight jack. Shout out to Harbor Freight. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The motherfucking jack caught on the edge of where the division is between the garage and the driveway. Oh, okay. Yeah, the crack. The 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 crack right there, right? The wheels catch and the car stops, bro. So the jack the jack stopped Stopped the the car car. that's the only thing holding the car at that point those
0: four little wheels those four little (laughs) wheels dude well two wheels oh right right two wheels landed
1: in that groove stopped the car the car barely taps my fiance's car oh shit okay there's little two little divots in their car now but i could like buff those out Uh uh-huh but for like 10 minutes after that I'm like I'm just sitting there <laughs> wide-eyed so you, like You tripping, almost got run over by tri- your own if car. If that car would have fallen, yeah. I would have I, I would have landed on me. Oh shit. It would have landed on me. I, the only reason it, it it didn't is because the jack kept it up. Damn. Dude, man, I couldn't like I went inside and I, I was trying to tell the missus what happened yeah. and I couldn't get it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was freaking out
0: so fucking hard, dude. Yeah, I'm wow. like,
1: oh my God, never ever doing this shit again. Uh-huh. Fuck those ramps.
0: We- Oh, so you so the mistake was that you put it on the ramps.
1: So the mistake was, I think that I didn't get the car far enough to the front of the ramp. Where so it's when in the I was dip. so when I was jacking when I was jacking up the the car, it was actually pulling it back Rolling on it the ramps. Yeah, and then it finally got to the actual ramp part and just came down. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So yikes. Ah, super lucky, dude. Yes. Super, super. That could have been the end of the rear end. It could have been... The end of you. The end of me. The could end of the podcast, the end more of
0: importantly. <laughs> the fuck, yeah.
1: man. The end of 91 Octane as we know it. Uh-huh. Oh, man. But yeah, dude. So, you know, definitely... I should have been more vigilant kind yeah. of checking those ramps. Yep. Lessons learned for sure.
0: Definitely. Um,
1: uh, You know, kind of stopped puckering probably after about 30 minutes. Mm. But uh, after that kind of settled down and went back to work. But at the same time, it's like, shit, man, those near death experiences not felt fun. like I was going to have a heart attack. Yes. Just, yeah, <laughs> Fucking adrenaline. And then wow. and then, though, then those 30 minutes are up or whatever. And you feel like fucking Superman. <laughs> <laughs> and you do dumber it's shit. It's such a weird thing. It's yeah, funny. for That's real, so the stupid, stupid uh-huh. shit. But, yeah, this is a story of how I almost killed myself with the race car. Jeez. Yeah, man not
0: cool not cool at all not cool at all i mean i'm glad you're okay yeah me too man me too
1: yes. yeah for sure yes i was like the first thing the first thing the first thought i, I had was shit i'm not gonna make it to adam's motorsport park <laughs> like if something was wrong with the car but if know, anything i call
0: dibs on them three <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude have you ever thought about that like oh yeah like, all the time like if you die yes the car lives on where but where
1: where do you like have like are you gonna put it in your will Um, Like, where does it go? Does it because if you don't, it'll just randomly go somewhere. Right. Well,
0: yeah. And uh, having kids, I think I've told you this makes death more like real to me. It made Mm -hmm. death more real to me and my grandmother dying. Somebody I was really close to. um, It made me realize more my own mortality. Is what I mean, right. So when I think about the car, like, yes, it will live on. Like I said, I mean, automatically it goes to the to the wife. Or the kids.
1: Right. But if it's not, well, I guess because of your marriage, it does, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, The property exactly. automatically goes there. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay. Whereas you don't have that. Yeah. I don't so that's have why that you got to write me in on that. M- <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Right. I'll take, you want I'll on take one of the, the cars? Yeah, I'll take the shit box. <laughs> <laughs> you can give the wifey the, the V8. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's good.
1: Yeah. That seems to be the one that everyone wants, man. The shit box. The shit box. I, I, I put a poll on Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh, well, you didn't see it. But yeah. I put on Instagram oh, which car I should take. To the to Beamer, Beamer City. City event. Okay. And the E36 won 87% to
0: 13%. How many votes? How many actually? Ah, uh, shit. I don't know. Didn't like, say.
1: Like it was like 60, 70 Wow, that's something. a good votes. number. Yeah, something like 87% that.
0: 87% off 60 plus. That's yeah. That's shocking.
1: I was surprised. I thought I was going to land somewhere in the, like in the middle, uh-huh. right? Like 48, uh-huh. 52, yeah. something like that. No, nah, it was a clear winner, mm. the E36. So people love the classics. And I get it. Yes, I get it. I'll I'll talk more about this one once we get to the Beamer City portion of this episode. But let's get into third world dads in the first world, Randy. So this
0: was a random story, uh, not even car related. Uh, I was just thinking about this uh, card or this topic on our board. And um, I'd asked you, are there stories in your parents' homeland that are mythical Yet seem true because of your parents' experiences. Okay. And so the, the reason this came to mind was I've told this story to like little kids. Okay. When they are looking for like a bedtime story, like my nieces. Okay. And then I recently also told this story to my sons. Okay. And they are, I'm not a storyteller usually. Okay. Especially, um, I don't know. I'm just not normally a storyteller. Okay. But when I find myself telling the story, and it's just my, me repeating my dad's story, yeah, these kids are like super engaged in what <laughs> I'm saying. So the story <laughs> I am the best storyteller yes, ever. <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. So the story is this: is is when my dad was in his early twenties uh, or late teens, probably late teens. Okay, he went to a fortune teller in town. Okay, the fortune teller is blind, and my dad, being a typical like later, uh, you know, t- teenager. Thinks it's all bullshit. Right. And they're fucking around with this guy. So yeah. the guy's blind. Okay. So you walk into this guy's room and he's blind. So he can't see whatever the fuck you're doing. If you're waving okay. your hands and stuff, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So yeah. He, he and his buddy go and do that. Yeah. They're, they're doing that. They're, 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 they're laughing. They're giggling and like fucking around. <laughs> and so what the guy tells my dad is that someday you're going to move to the West and you're going to marry a nurse. Okay so as he's doing this he's looking at a book Mm -hmm. and when my dad like walks up close to him to see what's in the book all he sees is a mirror but what the blind guy looks like he's doing the actions he's doing is he looks like he's like reading uh, like across pages okay of the book right so i guess the 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 um the third world aspect of the story or the the legend of this guy yeah. is that he was a fisherman because my dad lived in a fishing village. Okay. They lived in like a little bay area, a bay part of the Philippines. Um, and he was alone on a boat. He got lost at sea or there was a storm. He, his, he got shipwrecked. And uh, while he was shipwrecked, uh, what happened was um, a mermaid came and saved him okay (laughs) i know i know right i know i know okay yeah so a mermaid came and saved him yeah this mermaid showed him the mermaid city where other mermaids are okay and he brought him there but the mermaid said to him don't ever tell anybody whatever any any of what you saw Okay. Any, anything this whole experience don't tell anybody Okay So he had all this vision still at that point Yeah He's fully healthy dude Okay So he washes up on shore Okay <laughs> I know like a month later or something A couple, <laughs> Yeah uh, Some time later where people had thought he had already been dead Right Right So he washes up on shore And <laughs> So his Everybody's like where the fuck have you been dude Like. Yeah. You know, like, you've been gone long enough that we thought you were dead. Here you're alive. You wash up on shore. Your boat's gone. Like, what the fuck? Right, right, right. And he can't say because the mermaid asked him, like, not to say shit, right? Right, right. And there was going to be consequences, which were implied when the mermaid said that. Okay. So... uh. One night, they give him the truth serum, which is alcohol. They get, oh, yeah. <laughs> his buddies get him wasted at the camp, at the fire, at, at the beach. Right, right. Right. So they get him wasted. And he tells the story. Shipwrecked, mermaid, mermaid city, um, all this stuff. Right. Right. And I don't know what their reaction was. But then the next time he goes out on the water, mermaid pays him a visit and says, Hey, remember, I told you you weren't supposed to say shit. Yeah, now you have. Now the word is out. So I'm going to make you blind. Okay. That- <laughs> so you're losing your sight. But because you need a livelihood, I'm giving you this book. Okay. And this book will help you to see people's features. Interesting. So this is this guy's story. So f- again, fast forward years later, my dad visits him. Okay. Has the um has this fortune teller experience. Right. Moved to the west. Marries a nurse. Sure enough, years later, he married a nurse and moved to the west. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, are there third world legend myths that your dad's actually seen or experienced that are just like, is this? I it, or what do you think of this story? Does it sound stupid, let's start, crazy? Let's, let's start there, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. So. If I were to tell a 16-year-old Filipino boy yes. that he's going to grow up and go to the West. A and mar- fisherman kid. And,
0: and marry a nurse. He mi- lives in the fucking villages, like and, fishing village type the, how, And how long ago was this? This was in the... Uh, my dad was born in the early 50s, so let's say 60s.
1: Okay, so I guess like nursing wasn't a
0: stereotype for... Not yet. We were establishing that stuff. Oh, you're right. Okay, so yeah. that's where I was going to go with this. His generation went... Here to be nurses so they were the ones that broke through that barrier
1: ah oh, man did did he say anything else to your
0: dad or was it just that well that's all my dad has told me okay so i don't know okay um there might be more to the story and here's a fun part so my dad has a brother that lives here in san diego okay when we ask about like crazy stories that my dad says my uncle be like, oh, yeah, Koki and Coca. Like, <laughs> he knows people's names and who he, my dad's talking about.
1: So it sort of legit, legitimizes the story. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it, it's it's mind boggling. Yeah. Know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. Like, he he totally pulls out um, facts that my dad didn't mention about these people. And it's like, it, it, yeah, it makes it legitimate.
1: It's that's, you know, in, in where my parents, uh, how they were brought up and really where they're from. Anything that has to do with magic is taboo. Oh, okay. So there's okay. no fortune tellers are looked down upon. Okay. All okay. that stuff is looked down upon. So there aren't really a lot of stories like that. A lot okay. of our stories, you know, Guatemalan stories uh, um, that I've been told and have been validated by uncles, um, you know, my dad, you know, and things. Um, one thing that comes to mind is uh, what they call the Cenanawa.
0: Is that like the Chupacabra of Guatemala? No, so Sort of. Sinanagua? Is that what Sinanagua. you said? Sinanagua.
1: So what okay. the Sinanagua is, it's a woman dressed in white uh-huh. with the head of a horse. Okay. That's scary. Yeah. yeah that's so for sure scary. apparently, so my uncle was coming home one night, mm-hmm. drunk as fuck, coming from the bar and he's going home. And what this, what the Sinanagua does is she mimics the sound of your family members yikes so she was calling out to my uncle as his mom okay so uh let, i'll change the name just to keep you know my, my family out of this but let's say james whatever so <laughs> <laughs> okay so name you can find uh, yeah. yeah in your head so listen and i was yelling james james from far away and he can't see he can't see her OK. Right. But he's he's walking. And obviously, like in the third world, there's no street lights.
0: There's yes. No, you know, there's none and of that in the in that era. Even generally. Yeah, speaking, exactly. Right? Here, You're rural your towns walking didn't home have... in the dark. Yes. Pitch black. Yeah. Pitch black. So he mm-hmm. hears
1: his name in a distance. James, you know, James, come here. James, James, come here. So he's like, oh, my, what's, what's my mom doing out here? So he's following the voice, James, come here. And and as he's following the voice, it's taking deeper and deeper into the woods. Into, oh, fuck. He's yeah, going into the woods? Into the jungle. Into, the, into in the jungle. The yeah, jungle. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, granted, like, they're, they're living in the middle of the jungle, right? So they're like, used yeah, to it. Yeah, so they're used to it. It's not that big of a deal, right? Yeah. But, you know, he's hearing, James, James, come here. And as he gets, as he gets, tries to get closer, the voice doesn't seem to get closer. Okay. So he's like reaching, and he's kind of getting tired of walking, and he's like, what the hell? And he stops. So when he stops walking, he's hearing the voice again, but now he's hearing the voice coming closer. Now that he's not walking. Yikes. James, James, come here. James, James, come here. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and dude, I still get goosebumps just telling the story. Okay. <laughs> and so the... You know, he's like now that he's hearing the voice closer. He's like, okay, now I'm gonna start walking again. So he starts walking, and finally, he sees a woman in a white dress. And from behind, she looks beautiful. Like, I mean, beautiful, beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. And um, so you walk once you walk close enough. The story goes that if she turns around and you see the horse head, it's almost like Medusa. You don't turn to stone, but you're like hypnotized. Okay, right. So he said that, you know, he walks directly up her up to her and that's when he remembers the story. The story of the Sanawa, right? And he said that she was about to turn around and he takes off running and all he can hear is like a high, high pitch wail. Ah Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. dude. And like Wow, that creeped me out a little. uh, Yeah, dude. And it's it's like this this guy, you know, my my uncle, he's not I mean, granted he was drunk. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a story He's that not a bullshitter, th- this is just, yeah. And this is a story that was told amongst other people and they're all sort of saying the same thing. Right. Okay. And then years later, I have cousins from my dad's side of the family because mm-hmm. these were, uh, these are uncles from my mom's side. Mm-hmm. They're cousins from my dad's side of the family who said they had the same experience, but they knew already they weren't drunk. They knew already. So they said that once they heard the voice, and it was in the middle of the night. They decided not to follow. But they said even when they weren't following, the same thing happened. The voice would get closer and closer and closer until they would decide to follow. But they just never decided to follow. That's scary. Yeah, dude. And it's it's nuts, man. And and so there's a lot of, of those type of stories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, from from the third world stories of uh, El Chiflador, which means the whistler okay (laughs) Um, you know you hear the whistler my dad would tell me that you know he would hear the whistler a lot he said especially um, one time he was in charge of having to take a dead body Um, this is the first dead body he had to take up a mountain to the cemetery okay and it wasn't like you know there was a crate or anything Mm -hmm. I mean he was just carrying the body oh there wasn't a stretcher or anything he said like he's taking it up the hill and the body's foot is like smacking him on the thigh (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay, <laughs> It's creepy yeah, as fuck, Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. And he said that for, like, weeks after that, he would feel the foot at night. Like, tapping on tapping his... Tapping his leg. Yeah. But that, he's like, that's just... You're, you're traumatized, right? Because yeah. you're young and having to do this. Mm-hmm. But he said that during that time, he moved out of the main house and, like, built a smaller room, like, detached from the house. Okay. And so he would sleep in there by himself because he was growing up. And he said, like, the first few nights, he would hear... Really like a yeah, tune like, like a tune outside, like someone whistling. Oh, and that's and, the and whistler Yeah, and the, and the That's the whistler. And okay. he would and he would come in closer and closer, knock on the door, leave mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Could have been somebody. But, you know, those are the type of stories that you hear. Um, there is one story <laughs> of a witch. OK, right. So, yeah. th- like I said, they don't like witches. They don't like any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. apparently there was a specific road that goes into the city. Um, and there would be this pig, a big pig that would run across the road at you when you were crossing the road. And so it would, it would like tackle you and then keep running across the road. Okay. And nobody could figure out what was going on and they would try to hit and hurt the pig or shoot the pig and nobody could do anything to the pig. Um, but then apparently someone had the idea that this was a witch is doing.
0: Okay. So uh, whether the pig was the witch itself or whether it was controlling the pig
1: wh- yeah, something was okay, up right okay, something was okay. up. So and this is just a story that was told my dad didn't experience this, mm-hmm. but it was told around the city. Um, and the guy is still alive, apparently the guy that is the main uh, player in this story. So he was walking down the street and he had a machete on him and he said that instead of hitting the pig, he decided to hit the shadow of the pig. And when he sliced the shadow of the pig, he heard, a, he heard a scream in the city. And the woman, the witch that was in control of the pig, uh-huh. had a laceration on her chest. Oh, shit. From, and th- So apparently she was controlling the pig and trolling people in the city because she didn't want people to come in to the city. And oh. she ended up dying from that machete blow
0: oh really yeah yeah wow yeah, that's yeah. an interesting story yeah 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 oh man
1: yeah some crazy shit man. there is crazy shit there's some like crazy urban legends about you know treasures up there really yeah. there's like a there's a mountain that has a every once in a while it gets a glowing green like area
0: do they think but, it's a conquistadors uh like treasures something that, that like, was, like that one yeah of those guys i don't left. remember the story like Cortez or whomever yeah i don't remember the story exactly okay. but
1: apparently it's a
0: it's a treasure that's
1: glowing up there mm. and it's like almost in, it's like nobody's been able to get to it okay but every once in a while you see it like and there's a lot of stuff like that yes
0: kind of like do you believe it do you not believe exactly it? Yeah, exactly yeah, that's that why it's yeah. yeah like my dad even he told me a story once where when he was a little uh preteen he took one, like, they used to piss in bowls, like, by your, <laughs> by your bedside instead of going chamber down... Chamber pots. The, yes, chamber pot. There yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was still a thing yeah. in my dad's generation. Right. So he took a full chamber pot. Yeah. And he dumped it on his asshole uncle. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. When he was a preteen. <laughs> and that uncle chased him around with a machete. Oh, damn. Yeah. Or probably a whipping tool, not a machete. Okay. But um, I guess, like, when he, that uncle died, he my dad said that that uncle didn't let him sleep for like a year oh really yeah he'd like grab his feet when he was sleeping at night oh yeah lots like of lots of feet yes. grabbing in, in yeah. my yeah. culture too <laughs> <laughs> must be a spanish Hispanic yeah, day. yeah yeah lots yeah. of feet grabbing yeah, ghost grabbing feet yeah the, dude so my dad sketch. threatens me with that shit He's oh like, really when i die if, that's where you if, get <laughs> it <laughs> yeah yeah totally <laughs> yeah when i die yeah. I'm gonna make sure you don't sleep if you if you treat me like that an asshole. That sucks. Well, yeah. actually, you
1: might be. Well, I, mean, I guess it's kind of nice that he's le- he, at least he's
0: letting you know. True, you know, true, you, it's true. It's like, true. Oh, my dad's so, here. <laughs> yeah, I keep it cool with him. It's like, yeah, I want the inheritance, and yes, <laughs> I want to sleep after you're dead. So, Damn, yeah.
1: dude. Yeah, no, that's. Cr- I mean, we could probably go for days. We on could. some of These stories. I know. Man. I know. Yo, it's it's both. It's both sad and nice that it dies with our generation. Yeah. because I, mean, I do remember being very scared when I was younger of
0: everything. You of, mean? like, or like all stuff. the stories that, yeah. I mean,
1: I was pretty young when I was being told all the, cause I mean, all my dad and all the uncles would get drunk and start talking about right. all this shit. and right, I'd Be right, there. Right. right, right and yeah. I'm like, man, like, I am mean, like I said, I mean, seeing like the face of the devil, seeing, you know, like, mm. uh, Oh, that's the, another one. La, La Llorona. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's tons of stuff that I could tell you of things yeah. that they've seen and it's just whether they're real or not they're still scary when you're young you know even now even now yeah yeah, we get chills yeah which means something right yeah yeah for sure so yes but anyway let's get into our next segment which is driving cars over the border yeah and we say over the border because we both have experienced driving cars over the border me
0: the mexican border yes
1: and you the canadian border
0: so this this uh topic uh came out of the thought that well I used to spend a lot of time crossing into Canada. Right. For hey, that w- poo <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Whatever. And um, so uh, now you threw me off. Uh, Don't shit yourself. Well, <laughs> <then. laughs> your back. Um, the, the weirdest thing about crossing the border in your car okay. is just how everything changes. Architecture. Yeah. The vibe, the culture, yeah. all the stores like flipped completely and i used to go to tijuana a lot for work also right right so i know that and i never drove across the border okay so coming from a state where you would drive across the border into canada zero issues zero problems zero worries you drive to niagara falls you drive to toronto it's almost basically an america jr like like they say it's just Instead of Dunkin' Donuts, it's Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah. Instead of Denny's, it's Swiss Chalet. It's a bunch of weird shit. Right, right. You know? So my question to you was, have you and or would you ever drive your own car into Mexico? Um, I've never driven my own car there. Okay. Uh,
1: if, if it was like my truck, mm-hmm. I would. You would drive the truck? I would drive my truck there. I wouldn't. The only concern with um like you know the E ninety two, it is an older car, it is a high mileage car, right? And parts and, might be tough in right, in so that Mexico. that too. So because of that I wouldn't I'd be afraid of a breakdown. Mm. But with the truck being so new, it's a bit less less of
0: a concern. So okay. I would absolutely
1: drive it past
0: the border. It's not like you're a radar, like, because you have California plates that people are, like, gunning for you? No, not, not really. really.
1: It almost That almost keeps you safer, almost, really? I'd say. Yeah. Well, he, okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's not as dangerous as it's made to look. Mm-hmm. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, I think if you're obviously if you're going to like Juarez. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah kidnap yeah, yeah, yeah. like central like areas. But even now, I'm, I'm not up with the current times. Sure. Of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of those areas. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've gone to Sinaloa. Mochi, so I mentioned that before in the, on the podcast you with know, a on a bus, you know, on a bus. Right. Yes. Granted on a bus. But I think, you know, most of the time it's about how you carry yourself, you know, how you look. Um, just like with any place, right, even here, like if you're going down a skid row wearing a bunch of gold chains and flashing your money, yeah, you might encounter some danger, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but and it's no I don't think it's any different across the border. Cartels mm-hmm. aren't really there to kidnap you as an American. Really? Right? No, no, I don't. Th- there's not a lot of that. I mean, they're they're in the business of drugs. OK, they're in the business of, you know. Shutting up people who are going against them, you know. Okay. S- uh, dissenting people, I guess you could say.
0: Um, so you stay out of their way; they won't bother you. Uh, yeah, exactly. And drive during the daytime. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, at night is when shit gets a little hairier, but you know, it's not. I. I personally i've never encountered any issues now i will say i am hispanic i look latino and you speak spanish. and i speak spanish so i don't feel out of place in mexico but okay. they know that you're not from mexico even correct when even when you're speaking spanish they yeah. know the type of spanish that yeah, you're yeah they, they
0: know bmw puma shoes yeah yeah <laughs> <are> <laughs> well <laughs> that, that's, that's another thing too
1: yeah you, do, you don't dress like that you yeah know? you don't not that i dress flashy here anyway mm-hmm, but you know mm-hmm. you just kind of you don't dress down, but you just dress normal. Right? Yeah, not, you shouldn't be showing off anywhere.
0: Yes, um, right.
1: so yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's. I'm more concerned with border patrol than I am with anything else. Driving down Mexico,
0: coming into back into America is when you're scared. Yeah, coming com
1: coming back into America and even leaving, like whatever, okay. just even cr- just crossing the border at all. Right. Okay. It's with them because mm-hmm. I'm Hispanic
0: and I speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> But the workers there are also, even on the American side, yeah. Hispanic but have you, at times. have you
1: seen the Netflix documentary? Which one? There's the the I forget what it's called, but it's the one that covers the border patrol agents.
0: Is it like a reality show for border patrol it's agents? It's a reality
1: doc. It's a documentary. Okay. On uh, that includes comments from a lot of border patrol and ICE agents.
0: They're all Hispanic, but they all and hate. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're like anti-Hispanic. A, yeah, almost, I don't right? want You know, I don't want to. Generalized, generalized, yeah. but they build you know, they,
1: the the one specifically there seem like very self hating Hispanics. Okay, and that makes you nervous because they're people in power.
0: You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could yeah, yeah. they
1: could at least ruin your day. Hispanics in yeah.
0: power don't have a <laughs> yeah they don't have they, yeah they don't have, <laughs> they don't have a, a good history they don't have a good history yes. for sure yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so so because of that yeah that's that's really the biggest concern. Mm. Obviously if you're if you're going to some of the dangerous shi- uh, cities. Flashing your money, Mm -hmm. being an asshole, whatever, you're going to encounter trouble. But, uh, you know, if you're going to
0: Rosarito is fine.
1: Been a Rosarito at the time I had a Filipino girlfriend took her to Rosarito. Her and her best friend were there walking the streets like nothing. Okay, You know, it's it's not like and it's and we were there a few days before the actual event before all the other people get there. Oh, you went early. Yeah, yeah, it looks very much just like regular Mexico, Mm. Um, and it's like I said, it's never been a big deal. No one, no one even pays attention to you. Really? Yeah, no one even pays attention to you. I mean, I think there's the crime side of things has been sensationalized so much it's kind of how people used to view compton and watts yeah right like glorifying that violence and that menace society did not help yeah yeah and it's just like (laughs) oh yeah yeah yes yeah yeah yeah. this is so much danger out there that's
0: a very good way to put it
1: yeah and then so that's how it's looked at but it's not it's not really that way but you know just like with anywhere else, I don't think you would get kidnapped. But you know, you're gonna you're getting into some shit if you're acting a fool.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, I have gotten pinched by police officers out there. there. I mm-hmm. will say that that was a long time ago. I don't know if it's still happening now, but mm-hmm. we got scammed into you know having to pay a police officer to let us get our car off of a tow
0: truck. I remember that story. You know? yes. So yes. Yes.
1: Um, you know, there's things like that. You know, with bribes and stuff. Mm. Um, but again. These are the police. Yes. Right? It's it's the people in power right. that you have to worry about, right. not so much, you know, the people that are they're trying to make money. Yeah. Right? Selling these drugs in these cartels, that's mm-hmm. their goal. Yeah. If you get in the way of their money, then sorry, goodbye to you. But yes. but other than that, I, I don't think it's that serious.
0: Hmm. So I would absolutely drive. You would absolutely drive today your to, truck yeah, across, to, the, border, across the, the border to, to, to Mexico. Like TJ, chill. Rosarito and
1: I might go as far as Ensenada, then I probably wouldn't go farther than that. Not because it's dangerous, just because it has so long it's a long-ass drive. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But you would be willing to take it to Cabo, even oh, if yeah. if you had the time.
1: Oh yeah, if I had the time, yeah, and you were up for I, it. I mean, I would love would love to drive to Guatemala through Mexico. Okay, I would love to do that. I just I would need to have like a, a Sherpa. You know, like <laughs> a driver somebody that know not a driver because I want to drive myself oh. but I need somebody who knows like the ways to get there like the scenic stuff right oh, like, so I can okay. so I can like l- enjoy the country as I'm going through it to Guatemala okay I wouldn't want to just shoot through. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. I yeah. see.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was that motorcycle show I was telling you about with Ewan McGregor where he drove, he rode a motorcycle up. Yeah. From uh, the tip of Argentina all the way up to LA. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. It's and on like Showtime. It's on Apple Plus. That's why. Oh, you haven't okay. Seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool. They did skip the section between, in El Salvador, there's a part um, from mainland South America getting right into the, the, I don't know what you call it into Central America essentially. Yeah, where they skipped it completely. They took a they had the motorcycles boated through because it's too jungly, and or too dangerous or both. Um, I, I mean, in
1: Salvador, I guess I haven't really been up a lot with. Is that the country Central that's
0: American r- politics? Yeah, is that the country that's right up against uh, South America?
1: No. Uh, what is no, that? it shouldn't be. I suck at uh, geography. Uh, Central America geography.
0: El Salvador, Honduras. Uh, it's a uh, Panama. It was Panama. in Panama. Yeah, like between Colombia and Panama, Darien Strait. There you go. Or Darien, yeah, National Park. He said there are just no roads to draw to ride through.
1: Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. If there's no roads, yeah, I don't know about any, and I really don't know a lot about Panama in okay. general, so okay. I couldn't speak on anything. Yeah, there. I know El Salvador was pretty dangerous for a
0: bit. Okay, but not so much anymore. But
1: yeah, I mean, there was a big with the the M.S. 13, M.S. 13, uh, mostly, you know, all the M.S. 13 from the U.S. Mm -hmm. that the U.S. sent back to. Yeah. Yeah. um, That started kind of a series of violence or violent events but i think it's it's either not reported on anymore or it's sort of died down it's kind of hard to tell which one it is i haven't really kept up with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah there are some dangerous areas but like i said it's just like with anywhere right there's okay. you know there's ghettos everywhere there's poverty everywhere mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but it's not more any more dangerous than anywhere else i think the the elements that make it dangerous are really elements that would make it dangerous anywhere. Like if you arrive in a ghetto in the U S and you yes. don't speak English. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Same right. Same thing. Arriving in a ghetto in El Salvador and you don't speak Spanish, you might have some trouble. But even in the ghettos, you'll encounter some people that will do you a favor and help you out Yeah, and make sure that you're tell safe. Tell you to leave, yeah, get out of here. here yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, you'll yeah, find yeah. YouTube videos of, you know, those crazy white folks that are always traveling to dangerous ass areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then the locals will be like, hey, dude, you should probably not be here. Like, yeah. I really, really recommend you don't come here. And then mm-hmm. they'll be like, no, I just want to go see over there. And then they'll step up like for real. Say, OK, look i was being nice yeah do not come here get the fuck out <laughs> and it's and it's you know there's yeah. areas like that yeah you know, for but sure. the, most of the time you're entering compounds and shit and then that's when you start getting into really dangerous areas but i would i would love to take a road trip through mexico down to guatemala mm. in like a in like the e92 like that would be dope okay but, I mean, that's a lot to ask of a car that <laughs> old, you know? 20 years old or 12 yeah, years old or whatever. Yeah, I yes. mean, it's not in bad shape,
0: but it's just you never know. Yeah, you just you don't want to be caught in, like, midnight yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. some
1: roads in one of them. Because, like, my, my dad has cars over there, but they're all, like, trucks and mm-hmm. SUVs. But there's some roads down there, and since, like paving roads is still a new thing out there yes you know but when they like they're freshly paved Mm -hmm. and just these long open roads through the jungle you're just like man it would be so nice to drive through here okay like the most cruisable roads okay the only thing is that there's like no engineering over there yes so like nothing is banked nothing oh. you know like you know what i mean like everything is there's like, no civil engineers there's no civil engineers yeah, you know like yeah, things yeah, flood yeah. like crazy when it rains right. you know? <laughs> yeah. it doesn't drain in the right direction yeah. you know yeah. like- <laughs> that is so third world <laughs>
0: that is do they do they do construction in, in flip-flops? That's the Filipino thing. Oh, uh, no. I think they the, do Guatemala, wear boots? the
1: Guatemalan thing is to finish at noon. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> work right from on. 8 to noon. Oh, okay. And then okay. be done with that shit because oh, you don't want to okay. work that hard. All right. All right. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, no. There's no flip-flop work. Well, I don't know. Really? I couldn't tell you like ma- how major construction happens over there, actually. So, I, I can... Ooh.
0: I couldn't speak on that. Rural road construction in the Philippines is your the the dudes are wearing flip flops. Really? But yeah, pickaxes. Oh my god! You know, yeah, rebar. Are they yeah. missing toes? Uh, maybe <laughs> potentially. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, that's the name man. of the game, dude. Yes, that's, they'll have yes. a hard hat on and flip flops. <laughs> brilliant yes yes brilliant yes, yes, yes but
1: on to our last segment beamer city and this one was an adventure for me and uh not so much for you randy you took the day off uh mm. you're obviously not the bmw guy you're the G- JDM uh ambassador
0: of 91 octane your e36 is rubbing off on me
1: uh, oh it is yes it is. Yeah, okay yeah. it's rubbing mm-hmm. you off huh yes <laughs> yeah yeah i rub one out to it <laughs> there you go thank you thank you i appreciate uh-huh. that uh-huh. that's a compliment in our world uh-huh. um so uh after adams motorsports park i had to get ready because the next morning we were going to beamer city um as i stated earlier uh i put a poll out on instagram to decide which car i was taking mm-hmm. and not uni- not unanimously but overwhelmingly mm-hmm. the e361 36 so that was a car that i was gonna take but the window came off the tracks Yes. So I'm like, shit. And I'm sitting in my garage and about to take off. I'm like, do I go? What do I do? But I'm like, okay, it starts at 10. As long as I'm in the event, you know, I'm cool, right? Everyone's going to be cool at the event. So I'm like, okay, I'll take it. So I take the car. I'm driving it um, fairly, you know, no problems, not pulled over, nothing like that, like the day before. But then my check engine light comes on.
0: Okay. Like oh, fuck,
1: and check engine lights give me a ton of anxiety. I'm like sure I, for the like, BMW world, yeah. Yeah, I like no. I mean in general, even Probably, if I even if yeah. I would get them in a Civic, if I would get them anywhere, it bothers me. Mm-hmm. And I see people driving around with check engine lights, like on YouTube and yeah, stuff, and yeah, I'm like, like, how does that not bother you, bro? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it drives me crazy, and that's all I'm thinking about at this point. But the car drives fine. Accelerate's fine. There's no issues with the engine. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go if it's kind of lame or it just takes too long. I'll bounce. So the event starts at 10. I get there at 9.55, and they are already telling people to go to Overflow. Wow. It's packed. So I'm like, fuck, Overflow. So I go to Overflow, and Overflow is just a street. Oh, shit. Overflow is street parking. And I mean, good for urban canvas, you know, great for studio RSR. I'm so happy to see, you know, the support and the Beamer community coming out. Mm -hmm. But I have a check engine light and my windows don't roll up. Yeah. You don't want to be, you know, street parking far away. Like, like, what do I do? Take the steering wheel with me? But even then, it's like, I just, it's just sketchy to leave the car out there. But, you know, it's, I'm like, I, I still want to be part of the event. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just bounce. And I'll get the E92. So I went home and I drop off the E36. And that's when I, I, th- I actually threw up a, a story like talking as I'm driving because I kind of felt bad because it's like, okay, the, the E36 was voted on yeah, to yeah, be yeah, at yeah. the event. So then I kind of explaining everything to everybody. Um, and then I take the car home. I park it. Um, I actually scanned it. And it looks like my uh, cam position sensor is going bad, which is easy peasy, right? It's Mm -hmm. not a big deal. Um, So I get into the E92 um, and I take off to Beamer City again, right? I get there close to noon. By the time I got there... There was a shitload of parking at the actual event. So everybody left. Everybody left. Okay. Moral of the story, I should have gotten there two hours late. Yes. That's yeah. what I should have done. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh it was I'd say maybe like a third of the event had left. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how empty it was. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then so I parked the car, took some pictures, talked to a few people. I mean, it was cool, a little kickback, but I did learn that maybe like the show car meet scene is not my lane why is that um i the whole new car flashy new car show car thing it really doesn't do much for me mm. anymore maybe it's a young guys game sure um and i don't know like i felt like a lot of the people that i was like having conversations with it was m- very superficial, right? Mm. Like, uh, it's, yeah, your car, I like, you know, that your car looks good. Yes. You know, but why, why did you decide to do this? Right. Cause we're in it for the stories. Right. Yeah. And I got yeah. no
0: stories that day. It's usually to your point, it's usually like the flashiest and rarest part is and it's just a fly right, or just the claim? Right. Yeah, the that, flex. Yes, they're just yeah it's to claim. I, this is the only part in America from Japan. Yeah, of this brand.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how. That's what it comes. You're right, guy. You hit it on the head. Right. You're right because the 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 cars that get the most attention. Are the cars with the most money in them, right? Yeah. That, that yeah. basically it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Whereas, mm-hmm. sort of the in the track space, where it is like it's like home. It's about, you know, the how, creativity, the, the function, the creativity, it's the artistry how, how you utilize of each of these parts, it's, why well, everything has a purpose. Right. You it's did, artistic. More, yeah. yeah. Right? You, you did this for a reason. What was the reason for that? You know, how are you using this? Mm-hmm. How could I take advantage of it? And yeah. there's just this crazy exchange of knowledge. Right. Yeah. And not yeah, not a, yeah. not at a single point is money. Right. Part of the conversation. Right. 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 Whereas at these shows i'll have conversations with people and they're like oh yeah that's a that's a thousand dollar lip right there <laughs> yeah and I'm like, yeah yeah well what i don't Dr- care dry you know? carbon bro. <laughs> yeah it's yeah like, well, yeah i could spend a yeah. thousand bucks and, and i'm like too. dude I'm, I'm happy you love your car you know but just for me personally that's not the conversation that appeals to me right yeah. like I, yeah. it's just bragging about your money now i will admit That I wasn't thinking about this, but afterwards, I thought the swapping out the E36 for the E92 was a douche move.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, technically it it, it is. It
1: is a bit of a douche move and sort of fits me into that role. So I was ready for Beamer (laughs) City in that sense. Okay. there
0: you go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's
1: like yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what it is. Like, it, it definitely was a bit of a flex. It wasn't intentionally a flex, but mm. I do acknowledge the fact that 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 kind of is the case. Mm. But yeah, that's kind of sort of what happened. Like, I was talking to a guy on uh, with the E36, and this is in no way hate. I'm not hating. What I'm saying is, it's hard for me to have conversations where all I'm talking about is how much I paid for stuff. Right. You know, because exactly. it because it hurts me to know how much I paid yeah. for stuff. You yeah. know. Yeah. But then uh, the, I was talking to a guy with an E36, and I'm like, "Oh, why'd you do this? Or why'd you all oh, these?" Like, "Oh yeah, these are these are $600 Fenders, and and this, this and that, and and this is what." I, and I'm like, "You know, do you track it, or what? You know, what's the deal? Is, is it strictly a show car? And this and that." And he's like, "Oh no, that's my flex."
0: Mm. Like he
1: just said that that's my flex, and I'm like, "More power to him. At least this guy's admitting it, right?" True. Like, Fair you know, enough. more power to him. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, okay, like I can't. It's hard for me to take this. Like, I'm trying to take the conversation farther. Yes. But it's not. It's like, yeah. it's, he's basically just saying, are you impressed? Are you impressed? Are you impressed? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Check out my shoes. Are you impressed? <laughs> Check out my gold
0: <laughs> watch. Are you impressed? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Exactly. I had that experience at SEMA. Oh, really? In the Toyo booth. Remember how all, they had the best cars in the Toyo section of uh, Yeah, SEMA? yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was a Porsche Speedster. Right. Like a classic Porsche with no a convertible. Okay. And they had two stopwatches yeah. in, in the car. I was like, oh, is that how the car... I know nothing about Porsches, especially classics. Yeah. I was like, is that how the car comes? Like, what's the purpose of that? And the guy who's um, polishing the car, who's mm. the owner, he's like, hmm. He just, like, he didn't respond. I was like, so you do you not know? Like what that is for like you own a classic car you should know you know what i mean right 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 but it's kind of like a is again so he was just brushing you off it was probably a rolex stopwatch in that thing and yeah he brushed me off because you don't know because i don't know i'm like dude like (laughs) give you a break man know, bro yeah you're in the like you're in like a kind of a jdm-ish booth that's damn that's like really
1: smug it was super smug like like damn, like to not, like someone's taking interest in your
0: car and you're just like, I'm above you. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, he's polishing his own car, but anyways. Yeah. Yeah,
1: But I mean like, you know, Beamer City was great. Tons of cool cars, Mm. like still tons of cool people. Like I said, it's just, you know, it's, it's a different type of conversation than, than I guess my favorite type. Mm. Um, You know, there's still a ton of people I'm, you know, I met like maybe, 0.001 0.001 percent of the people that were there so yeah. uh, this is not a reputation re- representation of the entire group of people i'm just saying like what my experience was that day and it did seem like a lot of people had left uh okay. by the time i had got there at noon because um, they had a lot the lot was like empty um one, one big lot in the front uh, but other than that i mean uh, you know it was it was cool to see that big of an event happening again okay You know, we had a bit of a, like, a bit of a, like, anti-COVID situation at Adams Mm -hmm. where I almost shook someone's hand.
0: Yeah, and people were maskless at Adams. People were
1: maskless at Adams, which is irresponsible, completely Mm -hmm. irresponsible, and I don't, you know, I I think you should at least be wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, it's, you forget sometimes, like we were talking about, it's been almost a year since we've met new people. Yes, and I mean, especially for us, because we're on the higher end of, of the cautious mm-hmm. uh, uh, types. So um, now that we're sort of kind of gradually getting back into into meeting people, you forget, and like I'll stick out my hand to shake a hand. I'm like, oh shit, we'll, yeah. we'll look at each other like, what the fuck are we doing? Right, This, is, right, this right. isn't allowed anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you'll dap yes. or whatever, but you know it is. Having a bit of the normalcy of seeing these massive BMW events Mm. is comforting, at least a little bit. It's kind of, I know that the world is still not ready. We're still getting the vaccines and all that. So we're Mm. still not ready to completely convert to that. And you should still be responsible because there were massless people there, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Because outdoor, they felt
0: they could be massless. Yeah.
1: Even though the organizers all said, wear your mask. Yeah. I get that multiple times. But, you know, people um but at the same time it's it's cool to see you know the community thriving hmm. um so it, it was nice uh it was definitely nice to see every generation of bmw out there I took a bunch of pictures of the e36s because that's where the love is at right now so hmm.
0: yeah yeah oh that's cool i mean and, and i told you I, I love the the e36 as well especially now that i know it's got five seats yeah um I was gonna ask, uh so was it more of a show car type of event or was it like a lot of like personally built so the reason why I was show like, cars like K swapped E thirty sixes or something? Nah, not no, not a lot of, I didn't see a not lot nothing. of that unique stuff. Okay. Um
1: it was definitely pegged as uh like track meet street type of event. Okay. Um but it was I mean it's Beamer City, right? Like the idea was to bring everyone together. Okay um but and there were some track builds there there were definitely some track builds there but for the most part they were like clean show cars you know everyone's like detailing the cars prior to the event type of got type it. of event i mean it's the show car stuff right yep and uh you know that's just not i love a good show car i can appreciate pretty cars i got love for people who have the patience to do that stuff because mm-hmm. it's not easy to keep a car clean and shiny like that mm-hmm. but it's just not me Yeah. You know, like show cars is not cars. Cars need to be driven, need to be beat up. Like there was a, a short period, like in the first six months of the podcast in which I washed my car before events and like made sure everything was clean, <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. after that I said, fuck that, yeah, dude. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. if you want to complain about there being dirt on my car, yeah, go for it. Knock yourself out, <laughs> yeah. man. Cause I just I don't have that patience. Mm. I mean, I drive my cars too much to keep them so clean all the time. Yes. Granted, I don't want it to look like the prelude out there, but <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's so hard to like like I said, it's it's really hard to be show car ready all the time absolutely yeah so respect out to those people it's just not my lane Mm -hmm. i know i know where to stay
0: right on yeah so with that with that that is our episode how do you find us john
1: you can find us at 91octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and follow us on instagram at 91octane if you want to send us any emails Complaints, Concern. Bitch about me not liking show cars. <laughs> Info at 91octane.com. And any last words, Randy? Uh,
0: No shout outs. Maybe just a shout out to NASA because we'll be seeing you in less than a month. Oh, yeah. That's right. I got to get my shit ready. Yes. Damn. Good night. Good night.